0: Hi, listeners. We're back today with a very special episode for you this week. It's from our friends at another kid's podcast called Circle Round. If you like what you hear, subscribe to Circle Round wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy.
1: Produced by the iLab at WBUR
0: Boston. Have you ever cheered someone up? Maybe you made them laugh or you shared a kind word. Maybe you just offered a smile or a hug. In today's story, we'll meet a woman who's all about cheering people up by filling their hearts and their bellies. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Dozen Loaves of Bread, it comes from a classic Jewish folktale that dates back centuries. Some really great people came together to bring you our version of this tale, including Avery Truffleman. You grown-ups might recognize Avery from a bunch of terrific podcasts, including 99% Invisible, Articles of Interest, and Nice Try. So, circle around, everyone. For the dozen loaves of bread, in a cozy yellow cottage on a windy green hill high above a bright blue sea lived Alice, the baker. Every morning, Alice rose with the sun and got to work baking two dozen loaves of bread. One dozen of the loaves were ordered and paid for in advance by people in town who couldn't get enough of Alice's braided challah, her seed-speckled rye, Her sweet cinnamon raisin. But the other dozen loaves weren't ordered or paid for at all. Instead, while the pre ordered, prepaid loaves were cooling on racks in the kitchen, Alice loaded this other piping hot dozen onto her bicycle. Then she pedaled down the hill and delivered the bread for free to anyone in town who could use some
2: cheering up. Here you go, Mrs. Arnold. I know it's been hard getting out since Mr. Arnold got sick. You two enjoy this whole week. Morning, Farmer Bloom. This bone-dry summer must be tough on your crops. Have a loaf of oat bread. It's on me. Mr. Green! Sorry to hear about little Johnny's broken leg. Uh, bring him this pumpernickel, won't you? I know it's his favorite. As you can imagine, Alice wasn't a rich
0: woman... In fact, she made just enough money from her weekly pre-orders to purchase flour for that week's bread. But Alice couldn't imagine living her life or running her business any other way. She was satisfied with what she had. And she loved how a fresh-baked loaf of bread could brighten someone's day and fill their stomach, too. One morning, after Alice gave away her usual dozen loaves of bread the baker biked back up to her cozy yellow cottage. When she reached the top of her windy green hill, she noticed it was especially windy. Peering down at the bright blue sea,
2: she saw that the water was covered with frothy white caps. Oh, my. Look at those waves. Those ships out there better shorten their sails. Anyway, I'd better get inside and load up my pre-orders. Don't want to leave my paying customers waiting. The door to Alice's cottage led
0: right into her kitchen. The moment she turned the latch, the wind swung the door open and slammed it against the wall. Ooh! Gusts of air began whooshing through the room. Before Alice knew what was happening, those gusts of air whooshed so hard, oh, 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 they lifted her dozen prepaid loaves of bread right off the cooling rack. (gasps) Oh! The baker watched helplessly as the dozen pre ordered, prepaid loaves rose up into the air and
2: flew out the door. Oh no! My pre orders! Wait, wind, please, bring back that bread!
0: Alice raced out of the cottage and onto the green hill. But it was too late. The wind had carried her bread far out over the bright blue sea. Alice knew she couldn't simply bake another dozen loaves. After all, She used all the money from her weekly pre-orders to purchase flour for that week's bread. Now, she was all out of flour and
2: all out of cash. Well, I guess I'll just bike back to town and tell my customers the truth. I baked their bread, and then the wind took it. They're bound to understand, right?
0: What do you think? Will Alice's customers understand her dilemma? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Dozen Loaves of Bread. When we left off... Alice the baker had a problem. You see, every morning, in a cozy yellow cottage, on a windy green hill high above a bright blue sea, Alice baked two dozen loaves of bread. One dozen she gave away for free. The other dozen loaves had been ordered and paid for in advance by people in town. But one particularly gusty morning, after Alice delivered her dozen free loaves, The wind on her green hill picked up suddenly and whisked her pre-ordered, prepaid loaves through the door and out to sea. Alice didn't have enough money to whip up another dozen loaves of bread, so she decided she would tell her paying customers what had happened. They were sure to understand her dilemma, right? Well, as Alice bicycled from house to house, it turns out her customers were anything but Understanding. Ugh, are you serious?
2: The wind took my bread.
1: I already paid you for those loaves. And now I get nothing in return.
0: This is absurd.
1: I'm taking you to
0: court. To court. To court. To court. To To court. court. So, what else could Alice do? but go to court. The judge listened carefully as both sides told their stories. Alice's customers went first. They shot Alice a withering glance as they listed every kind of bread the baker owed them. Two loaves of oat
1: bread. Three loaves of spelt. Four cinnamon raisin.
0: One sesame.
1: One rye. And one loaf of braided...
0: Bread With raisins? Next, it was Alice's turn. Her customers slumped in their seats and scowled as she recounted everything that happened that morning. How, as usual, she had given away a dozen loaves of bread. Then, when she returned to her cottage to pick up her dozen
2: pre-orders... The wind swept them away, right out the door. I can't afford to bake another batch, Your Honor. So... Well, here I am. Alice's mouth felt drier than a cup of
0: flour as she waited for the judge to respond. Much to her surprise and relief, he smiled. Alice, you are by far the most generous baker this town has
1: ever seen. One of the most generous people even. Giving away a dozen loaves of bread each and every day is a
0: selfless and charitable act. But... The judge's smile turned into a frown. I also know that your paying customers here make a valid
1: argument. They gave you money for your bread and you didn't deliver. You owe these people something,
0: Alice. Either their bread or their money. Before Alice could say a word, her customers leaped from their seats and waved their hands in the air. Oh, just give us the money. Yes, the money. Money's way more valuable than bread.
2: Bread's just bread,
0: after
1: all. Just flour and water. When it all comes down to it. What good is that? Oh,
2: I oh really, really I that. And, I have and, all it. a so so Order in the court. Order
0: in the court. Suddenly, the back doors of the courtroom swung open, and who should come bursting through but a man? The man's clothing was fancy and fine, yet it was also full of holes and dripping with water. A hush fell over the room as the soaking wet stranger approached the judge.
1: I apologize for interrupting, your honor, but I wonder if you can help me.
0: The judge raised his eyebrows. Help you? With what? The man held up a large wooden chest. With my chest of gold. You see,
1: I need to give it to someone. To the person who saved my
0: life. The judge did a double take. As did everyone else in the room. I'm sorry, sir. What do you mean? The man put down the chest and took a deep breath.
1: Your Honor, I am a merchant from a faraway land. This morning, my crew and I were sailing near your town's harbor when the wind started blowing something fierce. It was swirling and spinning and tossing our ship this way and that. We tried shortening the sails, but it was no use. We were sinking. We could see a huge hole in the side of the boat, and water was pouring in fast.
0: The judge leaned in closer. So,
1: what happened next? Well, just as we were fearing for our lives, certain the end was near, something came flying through the air right toward us. We couldn't make out what it was, but it landed in the water right beside our ship. Soon after that, like magic, the boat stopped sinking. And when we looked at the side of that boat, where the hole was, we saw it was all stopped up.
0: The judge narrowed his eyes. All stopped up, you say? By what? Well, This is going to sound crazy, the merchant shrugged, but it was bread, a dozen loaves of bread. The crowd gasped. Alice the baker felt her heart beat faster than a bread mixer. Let me get this straight. Bread, you
1: say? It was bread that stopped up the hole in your boat? Yes, Your Honor, bread. And uh, do you happen to know... What kind of bread was stopping up the hole? Actually, I do, Your Honor. It was such an astonishing sight, I wrote down a list, which I have right here.
0: The man pulled a soggy piece of paper from his pocket and began to read.
1: Okay. Two loaves of oat bread, three loaves of spelt, four cinnamon raisin, One sesame, one rye.
2: And, let me guess, one loaf of braided challah bread with raisins? The merchant's jaw dropped open. Why, yes.
1: One loaf of braided challah bread with raisins.
2: How did you know? Alice blushed. Because I, dear sir, am Alice the baker. And I am the one who baked those loaves. The merchant beamed at Alice. Then you, dear woman, you
1: are the one who saved my life and the lives of my crew.
0: He reached down and picked up the chest.
1: Alice the baker, this chest of gold is yours.
0: And so it was. Alice used a bit of the gold to pay back her customers. She used the rest to open up her own bakery right in the middle of town. Every morning, in her cozy yellow cottage, on her windy green hill high above that bright blue sea, Alice rose with the sun and got on her bicycle. Then she pedaled down to her bakery to bake bread. She spent the rest of the day selling that bread to people who couldn't get enough of her berated challah, her seed-speckled rye, her sweet cinnamon raisin. But every day, Alice set aside a dozen loaves, which she gave away for free to anyone who might need food in their belly or a smile on their face. Because Alice the baker knew what we all should know, that whatever kindness and good you put out into the world, it just might come back to you. And that might be the best thing since sliced bread Now it's your turn. What's one thing you can do to add kindness and good to the world? Maybe you can write a thank-you note to your local librarian or introduce yourself to a new student at school. Perhaps you can tell a family member or friend how much you appreciate them. Think about your one act of kindness, then go out and do it. After that, do another and another and another. You might find it's a wonderfully hard habit to break. This week's story, The Dozen Loaves of Bread, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Circle Round's executive producer, Catherine Brewer. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. If you like Eric's music, you will love the music of Circle Round Volume 1, our soundtrack from our first season. To get your copy, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Soundtrack and Coloring Pages. While you're there, you can find, yes, our coloring pages. Circle Round's artist, Sabina Han, has created a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in while you listen, or anytime. Special thanks to this week's actors, Noah Lewis Bailey, Richard Epstein, Adam Mastriani, Maurice Emanuel Parent, Gamalia Farms, Maisie Scarpa, and Avery Truffleman. You grown-ups can hear Avery on a bunch of really great podcasts, including 99% Invisible, Articles of Interest, and Nice Try. Never want to miss an episode of Circle Round? Ask a grown-up to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app they use. And please, leave us some stars, write us a review, or just tell your friends about the show. Our featured instrument this week was the mandolin. You can read about this stringed instrument and see a picture by visiting our website. Again, that's WBUR.org circle round. Circle round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you.
2: Hi, my name is Eowyn from Maple Valley, Washington. My favorite story from Circle Round is Moshup and Grandfather's Son. I like the part when Masha catches Grandfather's Son. Hi, my name is Nessa, and I'm from Arlington, Massachusetts. And my favorite is the Piper and the Pooka.
0: Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbrorg slash Circle Round. Or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.